Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of the Coming In Hot podcast. This is episode eight. I am Jesse and I'm here with Joe. Hey, what's happening? And we have a special guest in studio today. We have the not so legendary, but kind of well known Armando. <laughs> what's not up, a, y'all? Not on this podcast. Who are you? <laughs> I'm brand new. Yeah, he's uh, a token Mexican from Gorilla Airsoft fame, Gorilla Airsoft Radio. That's um, right. So, aren't we all? Um, yeah, technically, he was what? one of the most popular guests we ever had on our show. Yeah, Mexican Ben. Yeah. So no, you can't say that anymore. You like <laughs> at all. Oh, no you name. You got to have a new name. You know what's funny is actually I'm Mexican Armando. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. What's funny is actually I got a message from uh, one of our listeners, uh, one of our listeners um, recently that uh, DM me because they uh, hit me up. They're like, "Hey man, um, I want to have patches made," and they were like. And I remember there was an episode where you were talking about the patch maker that you had talked about. Um, and they were like, and Five we wanted to, we wanted to order, I wanted to order patches from that place. What was the place called? The one that fucked them all up? Um, didn't fuck them all up. She just took forever. Well, remember like, like I had to kind of yeah, threaten like, hey, them, them to get Like, where's the fucking patches at? Yeah. But they, they were good patches. So I, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I gave them the website and all that stuff. Um, it was like mutiny shop in Las Vegas. And, um, Gave him all the info, and he's like, all right, cool, man, thanks. And then, you know, uh, mentioned something about, you know, Girl or Soft Radio, the show, and liking it. And then, like, right when he was done, like, sending me a message, he's all, oh, yeah, fuck Ben. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> Months later, we're still still on that. It was hilarious. Um, so uh, today, um, we're going to talk um, a little bit about, like, a, a fitness challenge that uh, that I had participated at work kind of. Um, you know, like what I was doing with that, like some of the things I was doing, like throughout this challenge, which kind of started, um, before a little bit before, uh, we had actually gone to shot show and one of our last weigh-ins for the short term goal was, uh, yesterday. And then there's a six month challenge, which I'm participating in. So I've only been in it like a month and a half and we're going to do another six months just to kind of see what happens. Um, second, is this the company's biggest loser? Uh, I mean, there, there's like a monetary prize. I know I'm not going to be the biggest loser, but I just wanted some motivation to do it. Um, it's a little something extra. If you just got one extra thing, sometimes that's what it takes is like, fuck, man, I don't want to go to the gym today. I'm just going to go to McDonald's. And then you're like, but you know, somebody's actually paying attention to what I said I was going to do. Right. And they're holding me accountable for it. So maybe I'm not going to be a dirtbag piece of shit <laughs> just for one minute. Dude, and it's like, it's that one thing. It's kind of like when you want to go have sex with your wife, but she remembers when you took that massive shit, and then she turned off and doesn't want to have sex with you. It could be that one thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, second, we're going to talk a little bit about like you know some uh, national politics, some shit that's going on in the world. I'm sure everybody's heard of it. And International it's like, politics now. Yeah, um, you know, uh, you got to be living under a rock if you haven't seen seen this. I know a lot of news news places aren't covering it as much as they think they should because they're just i don't know they're probably covering for the biden administration's limited policies on stuff fucking trumper and um that would be um these you know so-called weather balloons that are uh, chinese in nature that are like floating into our national airspace plug in chinese music and uh we're gonna talk a little bit about that and then we're gonna finish off um a little bit briefly with how lucky i am and i'll go into why and then we'll finish it up with uh some uh Brazilian jiu-jitsu stuff, um, you know, prior to recording the show, uh, we did a little rolling in Joe's garage, and we'll talk a little bit about that to uh, finish up. But before we start, um, we all have the same drink of the evening, and that is the legendary screwdriver, which... Joe's screwdriver. There's 
some stories with some screwdrivers going there's back some, to some national some, level airsoft. There's some prom- provenance on. <laughs> yeah, there's some stories that come back to like some of the airsoft games we've gone to and, and the shit that's been involved with the uh, screwdrivers. Mm. So with that, I'm gonna take a little drink of this bad boy. Did you make this strong or is this? I don't know. OJ. It's probably strong. Mm, but that, it has. That's good. But yours has pineapple juice in it too. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's tasty. It's tropical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like he's on the mm. beaches of Hawaii all over again. <laughs> oh, fucking neck, dude. Oh, that is good. God. You're up, dude. My fucking shit's all. Jesse tried to kill me. <laughs> my shit was pretty good. My, uh, it's all fucking tight. My back hurts. My fucking neck hurts. <laughs> you fucking choke me out with your goddamn forearm in my mouth, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I said, go ahead and bite me. Choked I out was with, like, choke me out like, with this. Try to fight me on arm. this. He was trying to bite me. I was, I was you like, put your, ahead. you put your arm in my mouth, like across my face. So you're like, try to fight me on this. I'm like. Nah. That wasn't my arm. That wasn't my arm. Yeah, that was your fucking arm, dude. <laughs> it was your whole forearm, son of a bitch. I'm like, I'm like, I'm it like, it's like a stick in my mouth. Dude, no, I'm like, I got, uh. fucking, I got tooth marks on my forearm. You could, yeah, you fucking try to choke me. He put his arm in my mouth, dude. I'm like this. Uh. Did it work? Yeah, it worked, bitch. I was like, I don't want my jaw to hyperextend. Bro, right. Uh. So, uh, um, what do we say our first thing was going to be? Uh, your fitness challenge. I yeah, guess. so I, I wasn't paying attention. Were you? Yeah, with the something uh, like that or so, balloons. Like at work, you know, there's kind of like, hey, you know, you know, some people need motivation to kind of like you know lose a couple lbs or just live a healthier lifestyle. So we're gonna do a fitness challenge. Um, you know, we're gonna do like a first weigh in, and it's one of those uh, it's one of those machines that uh, um, that you stand on with your bare feet, and then you have these like two little prods that you kind of hold on to with your thumbs, and it kind of does like a a measurement of like uh, your your body fat, your um, muscle skeletal weight, and then like your like weight overall, right? So, and you know it's I mean it's actually you know kind of embarrassing to say because my first weigh in, um, I was like, wow man, I'm a fat fuck, you know? Like I know that people were like, oh you know you don't care you don't carry your weight like really bad, you know? Like I mean obviously like I'm overweight, but at the same time they're like. You're not some big fat fuck like you know like you you carry you carry around? the weight you know pretty well and I'm just like still though that's like you know well <laughs> you're hot for an old chick no. you know the back end of comments you know you're strong for your age right yeah yeah I'm just kind of like hey, yeah that's, that's not that's not making me so feel fat. better you so know my, like oh you carry it good my dad used to always say the old dad joke you know for a fat girl you don't sweat much <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> so you know and and I'll go ahead and share this because like it's part of my journey it's part of my truth dude right oh yeah go ahead. Yeah, so um, my first weigh-in uh, was actually sometime... Wait, are you getting a live, love, laugh sign in Fuck your house? no, <laughs> no. Uh, but it, 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 was like, it was like in December. So um, first weigh-in, I, uh, I, I, I weigh in at 281.7, bro. That's pretty, pretty heavy. That's fucking and heavy, bro. The skeletal muscle mass was 94.6. So, Pounds? yeah. So the rest is... Fat, or and like I mean, part of it's no. I mean, well, that's just your muscle and your yeah. So like my muscle skeletal mass is ninety four point six overall weight two eighty one point seven, but my pers- my body fat, bro. I felt like fucking thirty two. Homer felt like dude way more. I felt like Homer. I felt like Homer when like they hit his stomach and his jelly jiggles for like thirty seven <laughs> days and shit. They're like, oh my god, my fucking my body fat percentage is forty two, bro. Forty two, and I'm like, dude, it's all in my gut. That's a wake up call. Yeah. So. Um, so anyways, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna hit this hard, you know, like at the very least I'm gonna start and, and I started kind of like eating clean to start, 
Like, so I wasn't like trying to make all these big life-saving things. Like as soon as I started the challenge, I tried to like ease into it. So, you know, I started like eating like better food, like more organic stuff, like less processed shit, less fast food. Started just drinking water, no juices, try to cut out sugar, try to cut out snacks, try to stop eating like after six or seven, you know, so that I'm like eating early. My body's getting time to like burn stuff off. Um, I incorporated, uh, workouts but like nothing like super life-changing that was gonna like make me burn out early so like i get home from work um i, I bought a uh i bought like a, a bike um like an indoor bike so i get on the bike put in like five miles um and i i'm, I'm getting like the hyper cardio level where my heart rate's like 160 and i'm sustaining that for like 20 minutes dude i feel like i fucking jumped out of a pool when i'm done feel good though and then uh, then I'll just kind of go throughout the day, you know, eat something clean. Like I'll have uh, a piece of steak, like a seven ounce steak, water, whatever. And then I'll do another little workout, like some resistance training for like 30, 40 minutes, just like hitting it hard, doing like different shit, tiny bit of free weight. And that's it. You know, like 30 minutes here, 45 minutes there, nothing crazy. You just do that every day and just do it all over again. Um, so then I, I did my second weigh in, um, and what sucked is like this weigh-in was like right before, uh, or it was, it was taking place after SHOT Show. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm going to go to SHOT Show. I know I'm going to drink a lot. I'm probably going to eat like shit. You know, all of this stuff. Like, I'm going to have all these liquid calories. Well, what I tried to do going into SHOT Show is I'm thinking like, all right, I know I'm going to drink. And I know there's going to be calories in that. I'm going to attempt to eat okay, Right. And, like, for the most part, we did okay. I mean, outside of, like, fucking White Castle, I actually didn't eat. I actually didn't eat bad, like, that whole week. Um, and a lot of water outside of just the alcohol we were consuming. And most of my most of my calories was alcohol. I still felt like I'd fucked it up a little bit, like, coming back from SHOT Show, even though, like, I, I felt like I was kind of strict. I weigh in my second time, and I didn't fuck up too bad. So I kind of sustained myself, even though I kind of had that bad week at SHOT Show. So I weigh in at 281.2. It's I lost like a half a pound. But my skeletal muscle mass increased from 94.6 to 98.1. So I increased muscle Four mass. Four pounds of muscle? Four pounds of muscle, and I still lost a half pound. Damn. And I lost 2% body fat. I'm starting fat. to see in your arms and legs, like like your vest. Your, your, I can actually see you know, like veins and stuff. Mm-hmm. But your, your belly's going away, dude. That's, well, and, and, and I lost 2%. Force fat, force fat to have. Dude, it's hard, dude. Inner abdominal adiposity is the number one indicator of cardiovascular disease. Yeah. So I'm trying to fix that before. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, <coughs> um, so I ended up losing 2% body fat still half pound, five pounds of muscle mass. So I did pretty good considering good. what it was. So then, uh, last weigh in was yesterday and, and like this whole past two weeks, like leading after shot show and I didn't get sick immediately after shot show. It wasn't until after we came back from the BJJ tournament Fuck, in Cerritos dude. that got pretty sick. And like, I just didn't have any motivation to work out. I wasn't doing the bike. I wasn't doing the resistance. I was still eating good. I was still just drinking water and I was still like trying to like, you know, keep active, but I pretty much like working that one by the wayside. Cause I was so fucking t- sick, tired and everything else. Um, that being said, I still dropped like four pounds. Nice. So I went down to 277.2. Um, mu- skeletal muscle mass, I ended up losing a little bit. So it went down to 97.2. So it was like point, like a pound I lost in muscle skeletal mass. But my body fat um, went down like 0.7%. So like I still lost almost 1% body fat, 
and I still lost like four pounds. So still okay considering I completely cut working out. Once a month? Once it's like every two, weeks. every two and a half weeks or so. So like I'm I'm making pretty good progress considering Bro, I'm not. If you can even... lose two pounds a week mm-hmm. of, of actual fat or or two pounds of so, so they say the limit for losing fat realistically for just fat you can only lose a pound a week mm-hmm. of of fat. So I mean you're gonna you're gonna pull some other things. So that's you're right on track. If you're losing that much, you're losing a lot, dude. If you're losing four pounds, so you're doing that, but. You're also adding muscle, right? So yeah. let's say your weight never changed. Well, because I wanted to, I wanted to do it in a balanced manner. It's, it's it hard was to like do both. Like okay, if I'm losing weight, I don't want it to be muscle skeletal weight. Right. I still want to maintain strength, even if I have slower weight drops. As right. long as I'm losing body body fat percentage, well, and, and that's think the goal. about it like this: right. What is burning that fat muscle? Right. right, feeding your muscle. So if you're gaining muscle, every for every pound of muscle you gain, you're burning that much more fat, right? So if you're if you have, uh, you know, ninety four pounds of muscle, and then you add four pounds of muscle, and you have eight ninety eight pounds that you have to feed, and what's it burning? Fat. You know, once once you adapt to fat burning, so you don't worry about the weight. Obviously, you know, you're looking at that percentage. I know you want your weight to get down because you don't need to be that heavy. It's, it's right. just hard on your body. You know, it's just carrying a heavy load. But um, you're going to be better off. And, and the more muscle you add, the better off you're going to be. Most people lose a shitload of muscle when they drop weight, right? Because they starve themselves or they do these competitions. Right. And I'm doing and the opposite have, of that. I'm then, hitting and shit and what hard. Happens when they when they get off that competition? They're weak. They gain it right, well, no, they gain it right back, right? Because mm-hmm. they're in starvation mode. And then what what they have left is not muscle. Right. If you if you have muscle under there, but they don't have any muscle, so it's easier to gain fat when you don't have muscle burning that. You're hungry, so you just start eating. You know what I mean? Like your your body isn't like metabolic. So uh you're doing the right thing because most people jump right into it, starve themselves, and then blow it right back up. Look at people that have bariatric bypasses. They blow it right the fuck back up because they never A learned proper habits. B they lost all muscle and water (coughs) and gain it right back. See, that was my goal is like I wanted to make sure that I was making the necessary changes that weren't so abrupt that like I was going to get right back into bad habits or like start myself to where I was going to be like, you know, yo-yoing like fucking Oprah or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to basically just figure out these habits, figure out a way to sustain them in a healthy way that wasn't so life changing that like I would fall back into bad habits. So I'm like, all right, I like to drink. It's unrealistic for me to like quit drinking and sound like an alcoholic, but basically more moderation, right? And at the same time, or maybe drinking with I, your friends and not by yourself. <clears throat> exactly, and I don't, I don't ever, and I don't, and I don't ever drink by myself. Or- so, like you know, and I'm like, I like soda, I like juice, but that's a lot of sugar. Liquid calories, so I'm like, are the worst. So I'm like, all right, if I eliminate liquid calories, that's going to eliminate a shitload of calories. So I've every time I want to drink something, it's water, or um, I'll drink like an energy drink because it, you know, it's kind of like. Just, you know, keeping me awake, but at the same time, it's like zero calories, zero sugar, zero this, like zero that. So I'm trying, I'm incorporating things that just aren't giving me those liquid calories that I'm normally, yeah, sparkling water is great. Like there's certain ones that are good, like the Albertsons brand ones, like some of them are pretty good. It's time for some liquid like, death sparkling like water. <laughs> Dude, you know what? Honestly, um, you they, know, to they go on that liquid death thing though. is that uh, I was at a, uh, oh, you know what? I, so kind of with work. Uh, Saturday, I went to um, 
pool for Powell. So like our, um, police activities our, league? our police activities league, you know, like for the kids, they're having like a fundraiser and it's, uh, a like skeet, you know, skeet mm. tournament. Yeah. And so, um, I signed up for that. And, um, so like took my shotgun out, haven't shot that bitch in a while. Initially I started out pretty good as like, I got more tired because I'm still fucking sick and everything like that. I actually started shooting like shit, but I'm just like, you know what? We're all winners here because it's Saturday and we're shooting guns. Hey, at least you stepped on the mat. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I had a good time, uh, doing that. Um, God damn it. I forget where I was going with this story. Hmm. Um, but, uh, about eating. We'll come back sparkling here. water. Oh, oh well, so, oh, so yeah, yeah. So, um, they kind of come around and like they, you know, they have beer and they have all the stuff. And like, traditionally when I go to these things, dude, I would drink so much fucking beer. I would drink a shitload of beer, but this time I'm like, you know what? The beer's there and I really want to drink a lot of beer. I had one Michelob Ultra and then they, there was this, uh, drink. I I don't know what the fuck it was called, but it was super fucking good. It was like a, a, a vodka, like a vodka lemonade drink that was like super low cal, like 10 calories or some bullshit. And I'm like, dude, is it really going to taste? It tasted like you couldn't even taste the vodka in it. Like it was fucking amazing. I'm going to start buying those things because they were fucking so good. Was it in a can? I, or something? I it was in a can, and um, I wish I remember what it was called, but it was awesome. That would the, be awesome the, if you remember. Well, yeah, I know it would be. Um, but the it? but the but the point of the story was is that they were offering water, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you want to get a water?" So I go over to the fucking cart, and I'm looking in there for the waters, and uh, all I see are like silver cans, and I'm like, "Dude, I don't want Coors Light. I want water." Right. And so I'm like flipping around. They're like, no, there's water in there. And I'm flipping around. It turns out uh, one of the local gun stores, Dirty Bird Industries, um, they had sponsored the event and they Which had is the owners of AR15.com, by the way. Oh, cool. Well, they they have their own like waters and their waters are in cans. Their waters are in fucking cans mm-hmm. and uh, like kind of like uh, kind of like liquid death. And I'm like, dude, is there really. A difference in like how the water tastes when it's coming out of an aluminum can as opposed to a fucking water bottle. It's colder, bro. It's colder, and I actually we're drinking it, out of aluminum cups right it, now, and it's freezing my hands, dude, dude. It tastes. I feel like it does taste a little cleaner. Like there's this different taste coming out of a water bottle. It's just a little bit different. The can plastics is, are pretty terrifying. Dude, the 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 aluminum superior for sure. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, well, holy definitely shit. nothing I'm better like, than a this. Cold is where I want to be drinking liquid death. Yeah, man. Murder yeah. and thirst. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. It was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun, like, uh, you know, shooting the shotgun out there. And, honestly, uh, years and years have gone by that I've gone to this tournament every year. And I was like, dude, I need an over-under shotgun. Like, I really want to get an over-under shotgun. And Pricey. so I was going to buy this Moss, uh, this Mossberg over-under uh, over shotgun. It's a really nice one. Um, I actually had uh, saved um, a photo of this fucking thing because I was certain that I was going to buy this son of a bitch. Um, it was pretty clean. It's a Mossberg Silver Reserve 2, 28-inch, 12-gauge, 3-inch chambered, 2-round in blue, and it's a polymer stock. It's one of their traditional over-unders that, like, you know, you uh, turn that little deal to the side, pop it, and it, like, ejects the shell so that you can hurry up and put them in. Like, it's it's basically a straight-up, like, skeet shooting gun. I mean, but yeah. you can use it for hunting. It's great. Um, not as fancy as some of the ones that you see these guys using out there that, like, go to the gun club, like, all the time. You know, they have the, like golden plated like you know fucking walnut wood all fucking they're badass right in british Me, accents and shit this one's just blue steel with like just a, a poly stock and i'm like honestly 
it's going to function just as good as anything else. And yep. a poly stock is going to be good for weather anyways. I'm not going to have to worry about like dinging my wood or having to polish it or any bullshit like that. It's just, it's just going to You don't work. like digging your wood? Well, no, no I don't. <laughs> what was funny is, uh, um, I, I, it's a it's a fucking affordable gun. Like uh, over unders that I looked at before were kind of like in the thirteen hundred dollar range. This one six seventy five. It's a Mossberg. It's pretty good. I mean, it's as much as like a, a good pump, you know. So in a way, it is a lot, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I was looking at that and um, you know, I might get it, I might not. I'm kind of like torn between getting that and like a little twenty two. So that like I can do some like varmint hunting, but at the same time like maybe teach my kid to shoot. Dude, I need you to come you know? over here and take care of the squirrels at the, the horse ranch across the street. Man, oh, yeah? they, they they don't let their horses out to run anymore because of so many squirrels. Mm-hmm. Like they used to have beautiful stallions out there running around and shit, and now they don't. Cause well, they want to break their ankles old. and put them down. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm like, man, you could go out there. The backstop is a fucking almond orchard, so you're good with that pellet rifle. Mm-hmm. You can get out there and lay some waste on varmints, dude. Oh yeah, I should. Yeah, I need. I, I just need to. I just need to zero that arrows, rifle. Man. I need to zero that rifle. Armando was hitting. It was all fucking wonky, and Armando was still hitting shit. We just have to get permission from the, uh, the the midget farmer next door. We call him Lil Help. <laughs> Lil Help. <laughs> That's funny. He, he drives a little ATV, <laughs> like a kid's <laughs> ATV. Dude. It's one of those Barbie Jeeps. <laughs> Basically. Basically. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So you know, fucking uh, really enjoying the. Really enjoying the challenge. I think I'm kind of like on a on a on a good steady path to like you know losing probably like twenty or thirty pounds by the end of it. So if I, if I end up weighing like two fifty, like two forty, that's good. That's a big difference when your clothes start fitting different and shit like that. Man, yeah, uh... and we start realizing that none of your fucking pants fit anymore, but in a good way. Yeah, well, uh, you, you know, yeah. like um, like for me, when I don't sit down and like I'm like embarrassed, like to myself about my belly, like where it's touching on my pants or. Or somebody, you know, like seeing me with my shirt off or, or just putting on clothes that like you look better, you know? I mean, I want to be healthy and I, that's a benefit, but I don't know. I want to look better, you know? And uh, it, it's hard when you feel fat, dude. And like you eat and you just feel bloated all the time. And like you were saying, you know, it's like we, we were talking about this, how when you start eating cleaner food, better food, you, you're like, okay, I have this much in my budget for today. I don't want to put any garbage in there because then I'm just fucking up my budget. Like I don't want to eat White Castle. I'd rather have something. If I'm going to cheat, even I want to have something good, like mm-hmm. you know, like a, a good pasta or something like that. So you, you kind of pick and choose a little bit, and you stop. You start cutting out garbage. Like fuck, man, I don't need that little package of M and M's that somebody left. You know, and, on and the it's, desk it's hard or, to do because like it is. You know, out of town really with my family, and like you know, the kids want these little snacks, and everybody's like in the snack area, and. I think all that shit's amazing. Like, I want to eat all that stuff. But I'm in there, and I'm like, dude, I know that I'm going to want to get something. So as opposed to, like, sit there and, like, you know, maybe, oh, I'll have a little thing. I just walked away. I just walked away and waited for them to choose whatever they got and then, you know, bought whatever they wanted for them, and I I didn't get anything. Or, like, when I felt snacky, like, at one one point, like, I was was at the gas station. I'm grabbing a drink, kind of hungry, but... I I didn't want to get anything like too big because I still had a lunch for later, but I'm hungry. So but you don't want to pick out a lunch too, right? So. Exactly. So and, and my lunch is actually just like, you know, uh, a piece of chicken, some asparagus and some uh, Brussels sprouts, you know? That's fucking good. So I'm like, all right, well, what can I eat? That's not going to like fuck up my lunch. It's not going to increase a bunch of calories. It's not going to mess up shit. So instead I just ended up getting like some little like Raisins. cookie dough tasting like, protein bar that doesn't have like a shitload a of calories or, or whatever but you know what i mean 
I, I would have. I had a lot of like peanuts or, or cashews or almonds. There's a lot of salt oh, shit. Did uh, you give me like a bag of like eating, cranberries? Like, I started eating like pure peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, like like, like Tommy would eat yeah, pure sugar. peanut butter. Uh-huh. And it was actually pretty good. So let's not, you know, that, and that's something you know you bring up. And peanut butter is a big one for this too. Is added <laughs> sugar just always? I, I tell everybody like I, I'm not worried about fat content. Um, you know, if it's something fairly wholesome, like nuts have a lot of fat and nuts have a lot of calories. But you look at like peanut butter, they'll add fucking sugar to it. Mm-hmm. Like. Look at the ingredients and the third one down is sugar. It's like, it's peanuts. Mash it up until it's oily and then, you know, eat it. Or cranberries. Uh, They'll yeah. add fucking sugar to cranberries. Yeah. Or blueberries or anything. So, like fruit, you got to be real careful with, man, because it's like anything processed they add sugar to. Right. It, it, it's a fucking scam. They add sugar and salt to everything. And then you're like, man, you know what tastes good with all this salt and sugar? A fucking soda. I'll wash it down with 44 ounces of Pepsi or Coke or Dude, it's it's all like, you know, the 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 fast food companies and uh, and and like processed food companies have people who who go in and like test the tastes and and which which additive is going to make you more hungry for more mm-hmm. or you know like it's this incredible science of okay, well we saw you know salty French fries, so you're going to want to fucking shake after. Oh, this, so true, you know? dude. I don't know how it, hard it was for me to like stop drinking soda. That's once it you was can stop so drinking fucking soda, hard. Well, like you pointed out, life's different. The, the I love Dr butter. Pepper, bro. And I, I don't was know. Like, if you ever gotten like the like more natural fucking peanut butter? Oh, it's gross. And then you got to stir it up and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got like that, the oil dude. and all that. But if you like <laughs> try that shit compared to like a bottle or a thing of Jif or whatever it it's called, like, you're like, this tastes like nuts. What the fuck? Yeah. Like this. This it tastes doesn't like taste like peanut butter. It tastes like, like fucking peanuts. What kind yeah. of gay shit is this? <laughs> the shit is like crazy. It's like, well, this is way different. But it actually tastes a lot better. I actually like it. it mm-hmm. You you get used to it. Right? I, I liked it. It's just I feel like when taste, you, you're like, wait, I like the taste of peanuts. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like right when you're done eating that fucking super sweet peanut butter, you're like, God damn, I'm fucking thirsty shit. Right? I want some white bread and a Coke. Dude, when you talk about a Coke, like the barometer for me growing up, when I when I was a kid, like sizes were a little bit different. A big gulp was the biggest drink you could buy. And it was fucking enormous, dude. That's 32 ounces. How often do you go get a soda and it's forty four ounces or sixty four ounces? Yeah, or huge, dude. Like you know, the when I was in high school, bro, I would drink a two liter every day. Dude, that's wild. In high school, but but think about this. Let's just take a thirty two ounce, like a big gulp. Everybody knows what a big gulp is, except for fucking Brian in Canada. He measures in like goose liver pate size. <laughs> or I don't know what he. <laughs> but but what if you took a thirty two ounce drink and you just crammed it full of rice, like a thirty two ounce big gulp cup? How much fucking rice would you be eating, dude? A like fuckload. <laughs> like a fuckload. Or that's just noodles. It's just pasta. Or it's just a Vietnamese fucking, family. What if it was just gravy? All God of those damn. things, all <laughs> of those things are still healthier for you than that 32 ounces of soda. And how many and I've been with you, dude. I know how you are. You you hardly put this, I always joke with Leslie, because I I extra ice and everything, because I like <laughs> my tea to be cold, shit like that. And you're like, no, man, fuck that. I want more soda. I don't want ice. Waking it down, and I want more soda. And like I, I, I know you're you have a little bit of famine mentality, in that I'm gonna get as much free shit as I paid for or as I can get, because it's available. I'm gonna drink it all. And I've seen you go after sodas like that and refill four or five times, dude. And I used to do that. You know, mm-hmm. when I drank sodas, it's like what? It's free for refills? I'm gonna have eleven teen. Mm-hmm. Like we all do that, right? And, I mean, and like force, force gum, like I had eighteen Doctor Peppers, right, dude. Yeah. I mean, just like an unimaginable, imaginable amount of sugar. I remember people preaching about sugar to me when I was a kid, and I was like, "Fuck off, old man!" You didn't realize what sugar does to you, dude. Like sugar is the the fucking enemy. 
And if you listen to Joe Rogan, you know, like, oh, there are all kinds of studies done on what fat does and like how fat's so bad for you. And come to find out that it was the corn syrup industry that was paying scientists to fudge the numbers against fat in in favor of sugar so they can sell more corn syrup. And it's like, it's all been a fucking lie, bro. <laughs> and you're, as you adjust your tinfoil hat, <coughs> sugar's, sugar's the fucking devil, dude. It's like it's what the plants crave. As, I, as I'm drinking fucking orange juice and vodka. Yeah. But I did just get my ass kicked by two full-grown men for an hour. Uh-huh. Ass kicked. Ass uh-huh. kicked with air quotes. Dude, my neck is killing me. Um, <laughs> Fuck my neck I got up. the air pushed out of him. <laughs> well, like a, a natural transition from this real quick since I had mentioned uh, wanting to get my over-under uh, gun when I was going to the uh, shotgun thing was that, like, how lucky am I? So as you recall, we talked about uh, going out to SHOT Show and, like, entering all these contests, right? Mm. And so... Um, one of the first things that I won was at the, the aim point. Oh yeah. The aim point booth. Uh, oh, one of those days I won like that AccuPoint to like reflex sight for a pistol, $600 fucking sight. I won for a pistol. Badass. Oh, I was super fucking hyped. sell it to get his fucking shotgun. I see where we're going with this. So well, yep. second thing I won is when we left shot show early, I get a call from, um, God damn it. What was the name of that place? Uh, the, the Shocker Glove place? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what they were oh, called. Shit. It was on our last podcast. Yeah, it's like Control Industries or something like that. God dang it. Um, I'll remember here in a minute. But anyways, uh, this place that I would uh, got my name entered in to uh, win this like bottle of, of uh, bourbon that we actually drank on the last show. Yeah. Um, I ended up winning that on... Uh, I ended up winning that on Friday when I wasn't there. So then, um, you know, Alan Lau had to, well, he didn't have to, but I asked him to podcast. pick it up for me. And, and he did. And that's how um, I ended up getting it. Cause he came down to Cerritos at, uh, you know, Joe's, uh, uh, competition and, uh, dropped it off to me. So like he came in, he came in real clutch. It was uh, Compliant Technologies is compliant the place I wanted from. There you go. So they uh, gave us, uh, was it Brothers Bond uh, was bourbon good. whiskey? It was that pretty was smooth bourbon. shit. Huh. And so that was like a, I don't know, like a 60 or $70 bottle of bourbon. It was pretty cool. It's a solid bottle. That's a solid price point. Yeah. Um, good shit. And uh, so, you know, of course, I'm looking at uh, these over-under shotguns. And, um, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get this over under from like dirty bird. They only got one more in stock. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'll probably go in sometime this week, buy it, you know, go through the little stupid 10 day waiting period, whatever. Well, um, and, and of course I chose this Mossberg over under price point, good quality shotgun. I'm not going to like buy some, like initially I was looking at getting this over under that was made by some Turkish company that was like 400 bucks, but I'm like, dude, for an extra 270 shockproof. Have you seen the, have you seen the uh, videos of the Turkish? The Turkish uh, uh, earthquake where built, like 2,000 buildings collapsed. I don't know that I trust yeah. Turkish engineering. Well, no, I, I heard so, they started rounding up like builders and shit now. Started what? They're like rounding them up and like prosecuting them now. Oh, That's I what know. I heard on. I don't know, dude. Just watching those buildings collapse was terrifying. But anyway. anyway. Well, and so I, the I'm Turkish thinking, guns like, we saw at Shasha were garbage. Yeah, so I'm thinking like, all right, dude, I'm going to spend an extra 275 bucks, 300 bucks, and just get a quality fucking gun from like Mossberg, and I'm going to go with that. Well, today I got home and I'm looking through my emails and stuff like that. Like I'm going to start like paying my bills, whatever. And, um, I end up getting, um, I end up getting an email and, uh, I'm, I read this email and it's, it's a legit email. Like I already vetted it. It's legit. 
I get contacted by um, a marketing coordinator from Mossberg. Hi, oh, Jesse. Congrats shit. on winning one of our Mossberg shotguns. Get the fuck Please out send of us here. a copy of your FFL. We'd like to ship it to you from there. We'll get the order in your system and get it out to you. You know somebody well, well. FFL, I hope. So, dude, I'm going to have to just contact one of the fucking local businesses. Do you know and Tony Mosley? I mean, from way back in the day, but I don't know him like that. Leslie works with him. He has an FFL. I mean, maybe we can see what he can do for me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, he'll do it. He likes me. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, dude, I fucking won a Mossberg shotgun. I don't know exactly which one I won, but dude, we entered so many fucking contests at Shot Show. I know that's what it is because it's like two weeks after Shot Show, which is typically when they start like processing some stuff. Bro, I don't know which one I won, but I won a fucking shotgun and a Mossberg shotgun when I was already going to buy an over-under fucking shotgun from Mossberg. I get contacted the next day. You're going to get a 500 pump. I, I don't care what the fuck I got. Well, I got I a free take. gun, dude. I'm like, <laughs> and, and I, dude, I was just fucking hyped. I, I'm, I'm waiting for them to tell me dude, like what kind of gun fucking, I won. You are the shot show winner, bro. Dude, you I'm one shot. I think you won shot show. Yeah. I'm fucking hyped. God so, damn. Fuck winning. you, man. I don't know. What, I'm, it, dude, it'd be icing on the cake if they're like, oh, you won one of our over-unders. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's so as he slowly puts the money back away in his wallet, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. What if so, you just bought it? Oh, fuck. Like, like now I got two. I got two arms. You know what I bought uh day before yesterday? Hmm. So, you know, uh, Leslie and I had the, the electric scooters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or half the electric scooters and took them out. And, and uh, they're, they're fun. They're, they're fucking a lot of fun. And then she ate shit. And <laughs> I mean, ate fucking shit. She's not like used Charlie to, Brown trying to kick the football? Bro, he, like, she's not used to eating shit. Like, I ate shit like that. I'd be like, <laughs> uh-huh. It'd be like Ben doing a roll, you know? And we'd all laugh and get up and be all skinned so up. So basically what you're saying is you're trying to keep Leslie alive. For like a 50-year-old woman. It's just, yeah. it's just like she's not used to it. So uh, she's been a little less enthusiastic about riding them since then. But we, uh, she bought me an electric bike, a foldable electric bike for um, for Christmas, which I, I was like, this is fucking fun. You wrote it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, it was fun. It's, it's a 20-inch, uh, you know, a little bit more sedate. It a little small for you. For me, it felt like it's, a It's good actually size. not. What's the no? seat up, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually a really good bike, right? So um, uh, we took it camping with us, and we took the scooter, and we're like, well, oh, fucking all right, the bike, you ride the scooter, you know, fuck around the campground. And she took it out and rode it, and she was like, wow, that's, that's a lot more stable and a lot more fun. And I'm like, well, let's see about getting you one, right? So I go in, and uh, I fucking found... A uh, 26 inch mountain bike. It's foldable, full suspension. It's the same. It's about 21 miles per hour. It's 500 watt, so it's it's on the the medium end, and it has a four and a half inch or four inch fat tires on it, and it ended up being less than the bike that I was going to get her that she wanted, which is exactly like the one she got me. So she's like, "Well, why don't you just?" She's like, "That's what I wanted to buy you, but they were too expensive. Why don't you just get that, and I'll take your old one." And then I called my buddy that I work with because he had borrowed our scooters, him and his wife. And he's like, oh, my God, dude, you just saved Valentine's Day. So he's going to buy my scooters. Nice. Basically the same price that I paid for this bike. So we're all good. That's fucking awesome. And I saved Valentine's Day. You're welcome. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) Pretty cool. Fucking cool, dude. I mean, they're not that bike you showed me too. It's pretty badass. We're not like the ones. Yeah, I mean, they're they're cost effective. They're not like the ones we rode at Shot Show that were seven thousand dollars. The like uh, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars. Quiet Cat, the one that I rode, the full suspension, sixty-seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I mean, which. If I had that money, I'd spend it. Well, what's what's the top speed on those things? Oh, like twenty five? No, thirty? It was like thirty five or forty. Yeah, it was, it was fast. Oh, you hit something, you're fucking dead. Dude, you're actually so, kind of afraid to like turn. Like, yeah. And that was in the dirt. But that, like, okay, the bike downstairs is five hundred watt, 
you go up to a thousand watt or fifteen hundred watt, or I saw an all wheel drive bicycle that was a thousand front, thousand back. So you have a two thousand watt. Man, that's some serious fucking power. But with pedal assist on the, these bikes that I have, mm-hmm. they'll go sixty miles if you're pedaling the whole time. They'll go like thirty miles if you're just or twenty five miles if you're just doing the electric motor. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking good, dude. You imagine going on a twenty mile bike ride. Yeah, or ten mile there and ten mile back, and not having to fucking pedal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could get out and do some fun shit. We yeah. could go. Hey, we could go camping on them. Oh, we could fuck go to yeah. an overnight camp. I'm trying to get Jesse to get. I'm trying to get Jesse to get the same bike I have, so he can. So I might. That I don't want him to get a more expensive dude. one. And six hundred bucks. He'll just be waving at me and shit. Well, it's you know what? There was a ninety dollar delivery fee on it. Well, it's fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're eighty three pounds, mm-hmm. but it also says that you have to be five ten to six ten. Uh-huh. Like the minimum height was five ten. I was like, they're pretty, they're pretty big bikes. I'm dude. only five eight. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, this is a Chinese bike, and they built it for me. Yeah, what right. What the fuck? Is this a spy balloon attached? <laughs> oh, that's our next topic. That's how it gets dropped off, man. What? <laughs> 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 what? Amazon's like, motherfucker, that was our new delivery service, <laughs> dude. Shot it down. A friend from work fucking texts me. He's like, I think he butt dialed me, and I'm like. Uh, whoops. I was like, I was doing some BJJ. I may have rolled on my phone on the floor. I'm not really sure. And he's like, yeah. He's all, someone mentioned they'd rather be choked out than punched. Dude, I sent, I was all, send a, send text to Jesse. Jesse, I got the mats out so we can roll tonight. And somebody just typed back question mark. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, that was not the right Jesse. <laughs> I still don't know who it was. That's what's funny. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I fucking, uh, shit, dude. Uh, I mean, I guess. So transitioning from that, I mean, we can just talk about the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, rolling around and then we can kind of finish with the other stuff. Yeah, dude. Uh, so I've had mats since the old Sansu days. Um, shit, man. I am trying to think how old, how long I've had them. You say those mats are like 20 years old, right? Well, At no, least. they're older than I've had them since... Maybe the early. I've had them since I wrote BMX. Well, no, I've had them since the, <laughs> the early two thousands, and they come from Pine Mountain Judo Club, which was uh, uh, Fraser Park is between Los Angeles and Bakersfield, it's up in the mountains, and there was a a real famous judo club up there that had been co founded by Judo Gene Labelle. So if you've ever um, heard of Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. he was the one that started the school that she trained at with all the art, like the Armenian guys. So Gene LaBelle was like a stuntman. He's the, he's the one that's famous for choking <coughs> Steven Seagal out and making him shit his pants. You ever heard that story? That's Judo Yeah, that was, that's a he's great story. He's passed away late last year. So, shit, uh, did you like pants. some? Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, dude, so those mats, my, my dad bought them on like fucking out of the newspaper or something for me years and years and years and years ago. And they're still in good shape. We have three three mats. Like dude, a, almost enough. We got a, the Velcro's Joe, do you, a little you think You think if Steven Seagal, if somebody would have come up to Steven Seagal about that story, do you think he would deny it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, his hair is... He's all, is denial hair, in Egypt? His, his, his hair is in denial as well. So. Yeah, dude, that, that's what's funny is... Well, uh, you know, that's that's actually been a confirmed story because uh, Gene LaBelle was actually uh, a stunt coordinator on a show uh, that he, w- he was on. And apparently he was kind of talking some shit about, you can't choke me, you know, Aikido. And, 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 and I'll be honest, Aikido's got some bullshit like every other martial art. But Aikido is like related to judo. It's related to jujitsu. It's all right there in that lineage. It's just gone the bullshit route. But like 
some of the stuff that Steven Seagal does is legit, but you know, he also has partners that are just like there to suck his dick. So they let him kind of flop I mean, and shit. Those guys I think, like force, I think in his, impact. I'll be honest. I, I think in his prime, Steven Seagal would have been a fucking handful, especially before jujitsu. He's sizable. He's a big well, dude. Six four. He's, he's mm-hmm. my size, but like thick. But I mean, before, and this is all martial arts before UFC, nothing was proven. And no one knew how to fucking fight. Like, even a street fighter, you know, unless he was a boxer, occasional wrestler, nobody knew how to fight. So I, I feel like Steven Seagal in his day probably could have probably could have put a whooping on you. But that's every martial art trains for the um, untrained person, right? right? Like Or the person that, like, you just sneak up behind and fucking punch him in the throat. Like, well, yeah, that's called murder. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a perfect world, it'd be fun. But uh, there's a lot of that bullshit. So, I mean, like... I guess credit to where he started, but where he is now, what a fucking piece of shit that guy is. Like, anyway, I think his I TV know. show does it. I think his TV show does. Where he was a where he's, where a, he's reserve a cop. Officer yeah, in, I in think Norm? it just shows. It's like ah, yeah, ain't really gotten much to, to fear from him. He's just completely bullshit. I don't know. I trained with the guy. I went to Webland's Defense Instructor School with a guy that was a Aikido brown belt, and he was a tribal cop. Big, mm-hmm. big corn-fed motherfucking Indian guy, man, and. uh he could put some. You don't want him to get a hold of your wrist. Like you don't want an Aikido guy to touch your wrist. Like if they they get your weight going one way and then take your wrist the other, it's gonna hurt you. But also like, I don't know. Like I guess you could try. I mean, if Aikido <laughs> worked, it, it'd win the UFC, right? Right. <laughs> Apparently, wrestling is is the art that you need to know. As Habib. Yeah. <laughs> also, True that. Yeah. Well, so you got your mats out in the garage, and uh, yeah. you know you kind of hit me up like. Like, hey, you gonna you know be here soon? Like, let's like, roll on the mats and stuff. Some, and I'm like, let's yeah, let's do some basics before you start. Like, <clears throat> I want you to start um, uh, running versus me. You know, I walked in, didn't know anybody, and and I'd like you to start with like at least you won't tap to pressure, which, which you did tonight. Um, you know, just because somebody's laying on top of you and you can't breathe. Because that's the first 300 taps you'll ever make. Mm. <laughs> so, Dude, that's no joke. That's no fucking joke. <laughs> so, poor Mondo. I was just well, like, if, if, you don't, if you don't have the Mondo, stamina. Jesse's tired. Step yeah. in. If, if you don't have the stamina built up for that. And you know what? There's nothing mm-hmm. you could have done to build stamina for that except mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't care. You could have went out and run four marathons this week. And you would have stepped on that mat. And you would have fucking, you would have gassed. I've it's, just never like felt that kind of weight from some, somebody from like Joe, dude. Joe's not Armando is such a fucking only, liar. I, right now, I've, yeah, seen, I'm, I've seen Armando fuck some fat right girls. Now. He's felt that weight on his Yo, chest before. I'm not, even, bitch I'm, right not two, I'm not even two twenty right now, dude. So, so Mondo, poor guy, he's standing there, and Jesse was a little tired. So I said, Mondo, step up. Wearing full street clothes, just because he had a jacket on, I want to choke him down with his jacket. He immediately gets choked out. Oh, um, jacket! And, and at one point, Mondo rolled me over, and I was laying with my back on his chest. Right, like there's no more vulnerable position in mm-hmm. the world. Well, I had to tell him. I'm like, yeah. get oh, your well, arm no. under his neck, oh, and I'm like, was, now get it, and then roll backward and put I, some pressure on it. You know, when I got up and I did a turtle on him, I just want to see what he do. Mm-hmm. But there was some point where he rolled me over, and I was laying on his chest, but I had my back against his chest, and I'm like, yeah, and he's like, you Ooh. can just choke me, and and I just kind of. Pick my 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 hips up off the ground and I push my chest into it. <laughs> and He's like, like oh, yeah. I was like, how the hell did and, he just get and, to, like forty pounds heavier? By laying, <laughs> I heard a, I heard a little toy squeak like yeah. <laughs> the dude, penguin I'm, from Toy Story. Or and it, it is so funny, dude. Like the first like five classes I went to, it didn't matter what the guy did, but but I just would be like. <gasps> <gasps> 
like I'm dying and I love when somebody looks at you and goes, Why are you fucking tapping, bro? Why are you tapping? <laughs> you can't tap now. Is I didn't expect him to get heavier all of a sudden. What the yeah. hell? Dude, it's that weight. Dude, like you can you can take a hundred and fifty pound guy and he feels three hundred pounds, man. Like it's just somebody knows how to use their weight, right? It's mm-hmm. my 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 instructor Isaac. Yeah, dude, he wasn't doing anything. My instructor Isaac laying on my is chest. five six and and he will choke you to fucking death just by laying on your chest. Just <laughs> I'm gonna crush you now. And you're like, How are you doing this? How, is your mutant power to increase your density? How the fuck? <laughs> you just turned into a rock, dude. Like, how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I was thoroughly impressed with that. I was like, how the fuck did he just get this heavy out of nowhere? Yeah, it's so it's such a trip, dude. I, I love to do that when when new white belts come in, right? Like me, I, I would love I would love for me on my first day to walk into the gym right now and I'll be like, come work out with me. I would love to crush Joe Minnie from eight months ago. I would fuck me the fuck up. <laughs> I, I would make me quit. I love that. I love just bringing somebody in and be like, you look pretty athletic. Okay, well, don't hurt me. And then just laying on their chest. <laughs> it's so awesome. You're like, he's yeah. fucking strong and athletic, though. Don't let his uh, his his former physique fool no, you. No, I mean, he definitely has. He's fucking strong and athletic. And knowledge very good. You have good instincts, though. You kept, you kept doubling under my legs when we were on the ground, scooping me up, laying me on my side, and just totally passing my guard. So that was good. It was impressive. I don't know what I was doing, but I was trying. No, you have good instincts. You know, we were talking about it. Jesse has good instincts. He's been in a martial career for the last 17 years where he fucking fights for a living. You work at a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did LP for fucking two years, and most I ever did was choke out this one guy. You did what? I choked out this one black guy. His name by the cha- by why, chance. Why did I have to be a black guy? His name <gasps> was Seriously? Ricky Ricardo. A black guy named Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, that's what I was throwing off. This is the most made up story while a guy's watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> and the TV's yeah. just like, randomly switching through the show. Oh, Lucy, you have some to do. His name was Kaiser Sosa. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't huh. expect he was a suspect, but he was. Huh. Dude, yeah. I didn't expect his name to be that. And Ricky all. Ricardo when he's yeah, black. Ricky this reason. The police report <laughs> after Mondo choked out an innocent guy. Found out no, it was, was actually Ricardo. well known. It was like, what the fuck? Like, oh yeah, he doesn't. He comes in here, Jason Penny, and all the other places does this shit all the time. Oh, when you were working Lost, Lost Prevention? Yeah, for oh, Macy's okay. at the time. And, dude, that was the only fucking move I kind of knew. It was like, oh, put your arm under his neck and try to squeeze as hard as you can to fucking choke him out. How hard is it to choke somebody, though? For, it's like, fucking for, hard, for man. Like, it's like, fucking hard. You tried to choke me tonight. Did it work? Nope. It's fucking crazy, right? You think, like, I'll choke you. <laughs> like, good luck. I would love to give you my back because it's really hard to choke me. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to not get choked. Like, yeah. first day, you're like, and, tapping. <laughs> and then, like, fifth day, you're like, bitch, <laughs> get off me with that shit. You rarely <laughs> ever get choked out. I thought the first two weeks in jujitsu, I was going to go to sleep like 12 times. I thought I was good. I thought I was like I was prepared to shit my pants. I brought a change, change of drawers. He was like, I'm gonna turn to Steven Seagal. <laughs> like then they teach you like choke defense, and you're like, fuck that. I don't want to get arm barred, triangled, mother's milked, <laughs> fucking Ezekiel. Like all this. There's so much other shit out there to fuck you. How about I'm, a gift wrap? You want to get gift wrapped ever? Mm. Is that the most helpless feeling ever when your own arm gets wrapped around your neck and you feel like you're gonna die? See, oh yeah, like and I you did. feel like a weak bitch because you're like, why can't I do anything with this arm? <laughs> He's manhandling my arm, <laughs> and you both did it to me tonight. The yeah. second I taught it, you both did it to me. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, use it against them. Use yeah. it against them. <laughs> That's what it's for, baby. I want you to come in better than I came in. How did you jiu-jitsu, Mondo? Fuck, man. I think I would, man. All I, I just need to fucking get oh, my fucking time schedule around. But Oh, yeah. What time do you go to work? Dude, 3. In the morning? A.M.? In the afternoon. Oh, then But easy. I get off at 12. Noon? No. 
a.m. Oh, easy. You could make 5 a.m. class. Oh, yeah. Or I guess to stay up already, huh? Mm-hmm. Fucking playing target yeah, with Jesse and fu- shit. That, you have the most fucked up schedule because then, like, morning class is hard because you hardly get any sleep. Then you'd have to go, well, I mean, you go home, just take a shower and jump in bed, take a nap, go 5 to 6 30. You can do that. I mean, hard, though. Getting off at midnight, getting home, like, one, in bed by one. <sighs> That's rough. And then, yeah, breaking up your sleep yeah, schedule. I mean, to go to, to, go to jiu jitsu class, like, uh, in July after I switch shifts, I'm going to have to go to a 1 to 11 schedule. One in the afternoon to eleven at night, and then so that I jam can, home. So you're gonna get shit sleep. Then you're gonna go have to go home, take a nap, go to the gym, take a shower, and go straight to work. Yep. Dude, the number one thing. There the used to be a there used to be a late shift day mm-hmm. day shift that was eight to four that I hated mm-hmm. because you're like, there with all the brass all day taking paper calls all fucking day. Not long. just that, but like. There's there's a lot less evening at the end of your shift, so like you can't like run errands or do anything like that because shit's like closing or whatever. Yeah, you're so it's, funny though, dude. Most people work eight to five. Yeah, I like five. the six to two because I like the rest of my day. Yeah. So, but they el- they, there, they eliminated they, they, all the time. they eliminated our late shift. No, there's only one place you can go. So there's no late shift now. So even if I wanted to go to like a late shift day shift, I couldn't. Yeah, dude, it'd be nice if we could just work like. <laughs> <clears throat> I'd work eight to four now if I can, you know, do BZJ because then I could just keep my regular schedule. Why don't you just work eight to four then? Because they don't have it no more. Oh, wait, what do you work now? Six, six. to two, six a.m. to two. Yeah, in the you afternoon. couldn't do six. Oh, yeah, we've got a deputy that always has to leave early. Uh, fuck, dude. You know, if any fucking profession in this world needs to prioritize a way to get you to jujitsu class, it's your job. Mm-hmm. I mean, for fuck's sake. Do you know how many BPD officers go to my school? Zero. Fucking zero. And we probably have the biggest school in town, or pretty close. I mean, there's there's three schools, three big schools in town. And I don't know any BPD officers. There's a couple deputy park rangers, stuff like that. But what the fuck, man? I mean... I I I think that's that's something that Joe uh, Joe Rogan has always said on his podcast. They need to have... It's more a, training than what they have. It's a martial career, but they don't encourage anybody to do martial arts. Oh, well, we don't want you to get hurt and blow out an ACL or something like that. Bitch, I don't want to get fucking tackled and have a, a fucking A-ball hemorrhage when you put a forty caliber to my brain. Well, even even if you yeah. get into like a physical confrontation with somebody and they tackle you and they land wrong or whatever, you blow out your ACL. I saw that shit when I was working LP. Yeah. I, dude, have you ever seen? A, you know who Matt Sarah is? He was mm-hmm. a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the first guy. He beat GSP during his his title reign, right? With that great spinning back fist. But uh, there's a video of him. He was somewhere like it looked like he was at a food court at the mall, and dude was acting a fool. And Matt Sarah just just sort of uh, just I don't even know how he got him down. Just tripped him, sat on top of him, sat on him in guard. Kind of like I was doing to you, where I was just sitting on your chest and I had my hands out on the ground, and the guy yeah. was bucking around, just kind of plop, 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 do whatever you want, move around, fuck around. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna sit here, and, and he sat there and he just, he just controlled the guy. There was nothing he could do. Well, the last fight that we did, we were like, hey, let's just go at least three minutes, right, just to do mm-hmm. something different. I'm like, all right, this time, I'm gonna try to get at least side guard, side side control, and yeah. I'm like, which which you're gonna, it was the worst position to ever be in, and it's right. And I'm in it all the time, and I'm like. I'm going to get that, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking keep myself balanced, 
legs spread as far apart as I can. So I can't grab your legs. Lifted. Trip you down. Lifted so I, ha- I have some weight oh, on you your chest. You crushing the side of my fucking neck with all 281 pounds? Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm going to put my forearm in his fucking neck. And I'm just going to make it, it super uncomfortable for you. It, it was... I, I see how I just tried to lift my arm, scratch my eye. <laughs> I, had use, I had to use my fucking knee to pop my arm up there. Dude, you actually... You, when you did... Uh, uh, when you gift wrapped me, man, it fucking hurt my elbow so bad. When you really jammed it, I tapped. I was well, like, Fuck, I, I, I did it, and I was applying some pressure, and you're just kind of like, <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, dude. I'm like, how hard do I have to? I don't want to hurt him because he's talking about oh, white belts don't no fucking control. So I kind of just like I was leaned waiting, dude. I, I a knew, little weight I knew I was forward. Tap yeah, I, mean, I, I leaned a little weight forward to put some more tension on it, and then when I did that, you're like, well, I'm done. I'm like, no, all right, I'm done, cool. Yeah. Uh, but so I, I don't you know, get hurt. But I'm easing into it, right? Like you're you're yeah. telling me like some people well, yeah, have no in a control. Real fight, you're just gonna and, like, snap shit. Well, right, like, and, you know. But like again, you're saying like some people have no control because they don't have experience. And so I'm like, all right, I'm doing this. I know it's probably making him uncomfortable. I'm looking at him. I see that he's not too uncomfortable. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to lean a little bit further just so that I can get him to fucking tap because I'm like, I want to win one. You know, he was he had every ounce of weight. On the tip of his elbow, he had twelve thousand. It was like a black <laughs> hole of pressure up on his elbow in the side, like the corner of my jaw. And I'm just like, oh, all I'm I was not thinking, fucking tap, dude. All, all I was thinking the whole time I was doing that was this motherfucker choked me out with his arm in my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting this motherfucker this time. We're I was fucking- like, he had me with a fucking. His arm is a Scooby snack in my mouth saying, you going to well, tap? Are you going to fight this? Well, and I'm like, I, 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 went, uh-uh. I, I couldn't even say no. When I was doing that. I went across his, his chin to get, you know, to choke him because he gave me his back. And it wasn't my fucking chin. It was my mouth. Well, yeah, but he opened his mouth and I go, oh, he's going to I didn't open me. my mouth. You, dude, he fucking dragged his forearm across my face and his fucking forearm did rested like, in my he, mouth. So, just, so did he like officer doofy to you? Like smell my finger? Bro. <laughs> I just go, go ahead and bite me. <laughs> he had his arm in my mouth. He probably meant to like put it across my forehead or no, something. No, no, no. But I, it went I, in my fucking no, so, mouth. So the thing about a choke is like, we always want to get under the throat, right? So you, you drive your hand in, you do lots of little tricks and shit. But sometimes like you got a strong, short neck, you're going to fucking tuck down and I'm never going to get it. So I'll just put my arm across something on your face. How about I put it across the bridge of your nose and use all my fucking pressure to squeeze on that? You think you're going to give up? Because I'm going to break your nose. Or maybe I put it right right here below your nose. Or right, I mean, put it Dude, that's a fucking phone. fear, man. Yeah. Bro, Get I'm my t- teeth knocked out. Bro, right that there? is new fear unlocked. Mm-hmm. I, uh, 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 Jose, uh, one of the one of the brand new purple belts at our school, who's, who's fucking phenomenal. Um, He's a and, brand new purple belt? He's uh, he just got purple? promoted to purple belt oh, okay. like two, three months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe maybe a little bit more. And um, the first time I was rolling, I used to go to open mat a lot, so I'd work out with him. And he's way smaller than me. He's like 170 and just started putting on muscle to get to one. So he, he, him and Steven, you met Steven, the other purple ball? They're yeah. like neck and neck. Those, those two guys are buddies and awesome and it's just super technical. And I'm like, ah, man, I'm going to blow this guy out. Dude, I'm so much bigger than him. He's got a lot of skill, but I mean, I've, I've got weight and strength. And he got me in a fucking choke, and he choked me right here. And he yeah, dude, it's so uncomfortable. Below my nose, and it brought fucking tears to my eyes, dude. It hurt so fuck. I mean, it hurt and immediately like pressed on my sinuses and made them drain. It fucking hurt though, dude. And I was just like, I mean, done, dude. I don't want to play. The pain is immense. You know, it, it's amazing. All you gotta do is squeeze. So. 
Yeah, there's a lot of sneaky shit. I was kind of doing that with you, just fucking around, like pressing on your cheek, and shit with my knuckles, just making you uncomfortable so you change what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Dude, that's, call, that's a fucking fear. I've had put dreams. Fist, put a fist in somebody's throat and you call it's called dirty necking. Just, you know. Yeah. I've had dreams where like I felt like somebody squeezing down on my teeth like they were trying to pop oh, yeah. them out. Well, yeah, Dude, if somebody were to do that in real life, holy well, fuck, I'd be like, ah! Whenever you're stressed, <laughs> whenever you're stressed, you have a dream about like your teeth getting knocked out. Yeah. You're always like stressed at work or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, fucking with my teeth, dude. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Especially like slow pressure to knock your teeth out. Yeah, like not not a whack of a ballistic that, pressure. Yeah, but yeah, just, yeah. Just somebody like slowly pushing them, and you're like, oh, dude, any minute these are gonna fly <laughs> until it pops. <laughs> it's wild, dude. <laughs> so Jesse and I were having the conversation about cauliflower ear a couple weeks ago, and he goes, no, I feel like a lot of people could probably avoid cauliflower ear, and then you know, like they just don't because you know it's like a status symbol. <laughs> I must have slapped Jesse in the ear ten fucking times tonight, just reaching for his head. Whack. Definitely sound like you were manhandling a ham you know <laughs> thanksgiving you know you get ham ears, dude, for sure it's so funny or or somebody's choking you and you're like i'm gonna pull my head out of this and it's like <laughs> and your yeah. ears just trying to rip off and shit trying you're like i'll sacrifice an ear to get out of this <laughs> <laughs> like vincent van go man <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy dude but you know it's a, 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 a one of the things is is like you know i told jesse i was like okay no strikes and, you know, don't try and, like, pick me up and slam to the end of the concrete or some shit like that. Like, we're not trying to hurt each other. But just, you know, other than that, just dominate. And uh, it, it did a pretty good job of it. But it's funny what you think you can do and what you can do to somebody that has just a tiny, tiny bit of training. Just a tiny bit of training. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the shit that you've been taught to work. And there's just a counter for fucking everything, man. And it's all just body position and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Like, sometimes you feel helpless, and, and you know, or somebody gets on top of you and you're tired after a minute. Like, think about getting in a prolonged fight with somebody. Yep. A Cal State wrestler who's drunk. Fucking good luck. It's, it's, it makes I've gotten into a fight with some scraggly motherfuckers that had dude, a lot of fight the in them. Best fights I've ever been Longest in. Longest fight I've ever been in, like, in a, in a fucking actual, like, Fight. Knock down, drag out, trying to kill like, each other. Fight, fucking knuckles. It was like ten minutes. It was like ten minutes, dude. And all, guess, I, all, all I was using it was a guy that worked in the field, and he weighed 135 pounds. No, it was a guy that worked in the field, but he weighed like 160 pounds, bro. And strong, dude, strongest motherfucker, dude. Wiry as fuck. Built, could built not out of get built out of truck him. springs. And dude, and <laughs> and all I could do was like I had him in side control, a lot of weight. Yeah. And basically just kept him down and like was choking him, like holding the arm, like all the stuff. Bro, I'd never been so tired in my fucking life, dude. I almost puked. I was so fucking tired. Lactic acid builds once, up in once, your muscles. Once the other officers showed up and they fucking like jumped on top of him, I like literally rolled off and, and like was just like, <laughs> like fucking, I was fucking done, man. What was the one thing I said to both of you guys? Like, because what happened was like I put, like I was in a fight mm-hmm. and the the our communication center fucked up about where I was. Oh, like I was dispatched there, but they put me had they put me somewhere else. So when I put out that I was in a fight with another officer, another officer was with me. He was two against one, dude. But we're like fucking. This guy was high. He was Bro, like he was on. He was on. He was dusted. Some he was of on those angel. guys are just swampy, man. He was he was on angel dust. Oh shit! So we're both fighting him. And That's the, not the, a fight you want to pick. And, and the guy that I had, the guy that was with me, was a smaller dude. And um, smaller than you. When they sent, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when they sent uh, our our backups, like you know, when we're putting out that we're in this fucking fight. 
they sent him to a different location. Oh fuck! And I'm putting out like still in World War Day, still going. Like and it's you're been trying a couple to minutes. use your radio. You're trying Dude. to protect your gun. And then finally they corrected where we were you're so and sent everybody. Your head and I'm like, and oh my god, dude! Like fuck! I've never been in such a long fight in my fucking life. Dude, a ten minute fight. You don't think like ten minutes? Ten minutes was, was a fucking minutes, eternity. I know. Like every ounce of fucking energy was fucking. What was the one thing spent. I said to both of you? You were crushing me. What did I say? Hey, just fucking breathe, man. Take a breath. Because you go, <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna give you one minute of hell. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a minute that's gonna be so bad you're gonna fucking tap. And I'm like, you can do anything to me for a minute, and I'm not gonna tap. Like that's kind of my philosophy. I'm comfortable being uncomfortable at this point. I've taught myself to be in miserable fucking positions with my neck cranked or my arm cranked or whatever and just like you're not gonna you're not gonna kill me with this so we're gonna keep going and you're gonna tire out and then when you tire out i'll find position and you'll keep going you'll find another burst of energy then i'll let you wear out and i'll find something else and i'll find something and i'll exploit i'll exploit like that's what's crazy is just a tiny bit of training thank god most people aren't trained right Mm -hmm. imagine fighting somebody that's been training for a year fuck man if you don't have any experience that's gonna be that's gonna be problematic Oh yeah, and it's like that's all it really takes, you know. Think about a cop though that trains for a year. How much? How many? How many hours of training in, in uh, weaponless defense you get in the police academy? Uh, it wasn't forty hours. I'll fucking tell you that. Oh no, we it actually wasn't got one. We week actually got a training. lot. It wasn't of forty hours. It was oh. eight hours a day, five days a week. Nope. No, we did like uh, did a little bit here and there throughout your it was like, eighteen week police academy. It was no, honestly, our, our police long. academy, our police academy, we actually got like way more than forty hours. Really? We got like, uh, it was six months long. We had defensive tactics training at least three days a week oh, that's for good. at least four hours a day. Shit. So we got a lot, like weaponless defense training, and in, in, uh, and it was uh, in what was called Koga. Um, but okay. like we got, we got a lot of, <laughs> they named it after a yeah, Cobra. Sweet dude. That's leg, how I know, bro. That's no, how I know not Cobra, fucking day. Koga. K O G A. Koga. Yeah. But uh I've heard of that. But yeah. What was it we, again? Koga what? Koga. What does oh. it stand for? I don't fucking know what it stands for, motherfucker. It stands for something. He's I dead guess. now. The guy who um that designed Koga, he's <sighs> he's passed away. Dude, this sounds familiar to me. I think I know this is yeah. It's it still could be updated. Don't you don't you agree? Oh yeah, for sure. I know CHP C O K uh CHP, dude, um, they put their guys in the fucking boxing ring with gloves on. And, uh, like, they got after it. You know, and in in the boxing ring, just where you're like trying bare to. Just like bare knuckle. I mean, not bare with, knuckle. With but no, like, no, like here, go. Boxing. Go. Knock each other out. And, and I kind of like that because I think with police officers, one thing they don't do is, is they do a little bit more of a willing partner. They don't just, um, Go, yeah, no, there's no bullshit. You, you can't hide behind, oh, I would do this or I would do that or we're afraid to hurt each other. And that's what most martial arts are. Oh, I, I would do this, but it would kill you. You know, a lot of that horse shit. So I, I, I wish law enforcement would focus more on, oh, this is real. Get after it. You know, and, and you don't have to hurt one another to do that. So I, I would like to see, and I know your department is, is a solid, progressive department as far as protecting officers with firearms weaponless defense things like that so you're kind of lucky but you know look at lapd look at some of these other departments that don't train their officers properly it's terrifying man i mean 
If you can't control the situation, how many videos have you seen? And let's say California, the worst department in California is better than almost every other department in the nation, except for a a couple of agencies, right? A couple Mm -hmm. big agencies. Like, how often do you watch a video of cops get in a fight and it's just the most horseshit, bullshit, terrible fucking tactics? They have no idea what they're doing. They have no control. They have... They still have suspects putting their fucking hands on the hood and shit like that. You know, that. a lot like, of times, a lot of times, a lot of the shit. fights I see, it seems like you could have they're pulling it. punches because they're so concerned about Mickey Mousing the situation with the person they're trying to take into custody with they're, resisting. They're, they're trying. They're trying not to be too violent. But yeah. the thing is, is when you fight. It's about ending it quickly. Violence. Overwhelming, overwhelming violence. It's a violent It's like thing. fire superiority so with your fists. when like somebody resists me or I tell them, hey, don't do that, and then they fucking do it right. or whatever the case is. You have to win violently. I am zero to a fucking hundred. Yeah. I will fucking end you immediately. But, and the but thing is, is like it's it's ended quickly and it's fast and it's quick. Like, you know, throwing you to the ground, slamming you in the fucking ground, like whatever it is, like twisting your arm, putting you in some fucking position you're uncomfortable with. Putting you in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucked you up and you're hurting. But the thing is, is like the violence of action is shocking to some people. And violence just as quickly, is phrase. just as, as, as quickly as I as I've turned that up, it's just as easy to get them into custody at that point. To turn like, it oh, off shit. and not keep kicking right. their ass. You know, then to go back to professionalism, bullshit. got them in handcuffs yeah. and fucking dust them off. I won the fight. They can talk all the shit they fucking want. How often I do you see people, you. three people wrestling one guy? And, right. and given like you know adrenaline and all that, three people wrestling one guy, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, normally, like if there's a situation where like there's two people wrestling or whatever, not been there. I'm the uh, you know if I'm the third one that's in there, videos out there, I'm in there with the cuffs. Like, give me a hand. Right. Give me a, this. Like, let's get this motherfucker you in custody. That and let's get the cuffs on him. Yeah. It's but like have, we but, don't need to like. But how oh, often we get their legs or whatever? It's how like, often do you see some horrible shit where they put a cuff on them but they have no control? Right. Okay, great. You got one cuff on. Now he's got a fucking metal flail attached to his wrist. Mm-hmm. He's going to fuck you up. Uh, you know, don't you see where jujitsu, particularly, is going to control this situation far right. better? Like, okay, maybe I get up on mount. I'm sitting on your chest. I'm not going to be able to handcuff you from your chest, but I'm going to control you. You're not going to grab my gun. You're never going to reach your waist. You're never going to go fucking 45 with your elbow where you're going to grab something out of your waistband. You're never going to get to your waistband. All I'm going to do is sit here and dominate you as a human being until you're done or until somebody else gets here and put cuffs on or I'll fucking throw up an arm bar or I'll spin you around, put you on your belly and choke you out or what, whatever needs to be done. But you can see the value of being able to dominate a human being. Right. And, and I don't think that that is focused on enough across the nation. I think there's some really pissed. Well, the thing is, too, is tactics. I think just the, there's a culture, I think, of uh, new officers that have seen. They're, um, everybody's afraid to go to jail. They're, they're, yeah, they're afraid to get point. prosecuted. Like, you know, they're afraid of what's going to happen if they do too much. But what if you're, the thing is, is like you're for, sitting on somebody's chest and yeah. you're, not doing, you're not punching them in the face. Right. Okay. You're not. I, I'm not sitting up there like Tito <laughs> dropping <laughs> dropping fucking elbows on your head, right? Well, the thing is, I, like, look, that, I've, definitely, I'm just, I'm just I've definitely, I'm just definitely punched some motherfuckers. Oh, I I've too. definitely thrown some elbows into some faces How about and stuff. Strikes? <laughs> I'll throw the thing is, is you, you know, up I, your elbow, I, so. I don't even, I don't even church it up to distraction strikes. Fuck distraction strikes. I am fucking using pain compliance to punch you as hard sure. as I fucking can right. to make you submit. So, you know, like if if somebody's 
you know, trying to dominate me, push me, do whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you as hard as I fucking can. If, if I can't get my baton, I'm going to punch you as hard as I can. But in today's and, day and age. And the thing is, I'm not going to punch you. I'll punch you if I can. Until you stop. But I'm going to use my forearm. I'm going to use my elbow mm-hmm. because I don't want to break my fucking hands. There's yeah. a lot of bones and fucking shit in your hands, hands you can break. Hands are terrible weapons. So forearms, elbows, I will throw that shit all fucking day. But what if you could dominate somebody with <clears throat> just putting your weight on their chest? What if you can dominate that and make them quit without having to throw a strike? Everybody's got body cameras on, and you're 100. percent I 100 percent that uh, agree that strikes are awesome. Well, the thing but, is, like, you can you can incorporate both of those things. Yeah. You're in a stand up position. You can't necessarily toss them right now. Like whatever whatever reason, there's just there's limited ability yeah. to like toss somebody. You can punch to the face, elbow, fucking move them over, take them to the ground. Now you're inside control, whatever the fuck it is, like you're dominating yeah. them with weight. Like, you know, there's a way to do it. I'm just saying and the thing is, is a lot of times people pull punches, people like kind of like I said, like they kind of like pussy you either around. have to go 100 yeah. percent or do something different. The thing is, if you're at a point where they're resisting and you have to you try to force. overcome their resistance, yeah. the thing is, it's about overcoming their resistance. You're not meeting their you're, resistance. No, no, you're no. not meeting is them the in like force. You have to, force to if, if, if they're doing whatever they're doing, you do more. No. So yeah. you do more. And, and then you dominate. Can bring, then you can bring it back down, right? Right. So that's why it's not called a force. It used to be called a force ladder. It's not a force it, equalizer. It was, no, it's a, it's a force. It's a uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, what am I trying uh, trying to think? It used to be a ladder that you would go from step A to step B. Now it's the force continuum, right? You have right. You have a circle. It's of more like a to pie. From and I can go from. You don't have I to go, go to step A or I can go to step. Yeah. You Z. don't have to go to fucking yeah. pepper spray to baton right. taser to bio. no. If if. You go depending to the on next how, most depending on what they're doing, the you have to overcome it. So yeah. you skip two levels and go to fucking level right. three because. But here's here's they're part there. of the problem with that. Yeah. Part of the problem is training because a lot of people don't. Okay, they couldn't go from, they go from I showed up. Okay, so that's level zero on the continuum, which should be officer presence. But all these cops you see in all these videos, none of them have officer presence. None of them handle the situation verbally. They don't handle it just by being cool, by by fucking being a cop. You know, yeah, a lot, you know, a lot of guys lose that. A lot of that is confidence. And the thing is, too, is like, you know, for me, at least, a lot of times I've just de-escalated the situation, I think, by being confident. Like, it's one thing for somebody to be like, fuck you, man. No, no. I'm not going to do whatever it is you're okay. saying, right? And I'll come up and I'll be like, all right, so here's how this is going to go. Right. I'm going to tell you to do what I'm telling you to do. And if you don't do it, I'm going to fucking make you. Right. And I'm, I'll tell you, I'm going to fucking make you do it. And I'm like, so here's how this is going to play out. If you don't do what I'm telling you going to do, it's not going to go well for you. Right. And I'm going to have some friends coming and you're going to fucking lose. And I'm like, lose, so man. I'm like, it's your fucking choice. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now that it's not going to work out. And I'm like, so what do you want to do, man? Yeah. You know, and like well, the some thing people is, can't back that up though, Jesse. Right, and the thing is too, but like you know, you got to you got to say it with some confidence, like, yeah. "Hey, motherfucker, you're gonna lose." Officer presence. Yeah, and talk? sometimes you know what? That's one of the first, things, things, of the first you know? things they taught you was officer presence. Right? And and some things like you know, sometimes people will be like, "All right, then, motherfucker, let's go." And I'm like, "All right," you know, "Let's I, go, motherfucker," and it's like, "Oh, do you know who Clint, <laughs> you don't have to fight fair?" Do you right? know who Clint, Clint Smith is? Thunder Ranch. <clears throat> I know. He's a trainer at Thunder Ranch. It's pretty funny. Um you know, he goes, if you find yourself in a fair fight, your tactics suck. Yeah. There's no reason you should be in a fair fight as yeah. a cop. Like, I, I've heard always, that. Yeah, I heard that. Always oh, dude, if I got to pull out my baton, if I got to pull out, if, yeah. you know, like, I'm going to pull out my fucking the, taser and spark it. Dick twist, you got to do the dick twist. But, right. but isn't, like, 
let's say this. I could either A, drop elbows on your face until you're unconscious and win the fight. And this is uh, this is NBC News standing right behind me filming. Or I can dirty neck you until you quit. Right. And it's like, oh, I don't know what that guy just did, but it didn't seem very violent. But the other guy just, he's asleep. Well, as a, as or, a notable thing. One of the first time I, I had a um, I had an officer with me who had been assigned to me for his first phase of training. Mm-hmm. Day one, again, I'm kind of talking like, "Hey, this is our zone. This is what we do. This is our call sign." Blah blah blah. We get sent to our first call. There's like a peace disturbance. There's some guy inside of a fucking department store. He's uh, chasing an employee inside the store. The employees are treated to the back of the building, like wow. in an employee only area. This person's this, this person's like yeah, given this person's like given chase. And the other employees are trying to protect this person, and this guy is like after this female, right? Oh shit! So then yeah, we what? get there, and no. they give a description, and this guy is like coming, like coming out of the store, and there's employees like pointing at him, right? Right. So we come over, we contact this is him. What law enforcement calls a clue, right? So we come over there, we contact him, <laughs> we detain him, and he's just like, "What I do? I didn't do nothing, right?" And, and I'm like, "Hey, look, look, I don't know Obviously what the fuck. Did do I, I don't know what the fuck it is you did." And I'm like, "But everybody's pointing at you. You match the description. You're not free to leave." Um, until we figure all this out. Right. And so when we're contacting him, he's like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to sit on the curb. I'm not going to do this thing. And I'm like, look, motherfucker, you're going to sit on the curb. I'll make you sit on the curb. So he ends up sitting on the curb. So we're talking to him. We're chatting him up, whatever. And, um, at some point we check him and he's got a warrant. Right. So we still are trying to figure out like what's, what's going on, but we know we're arresting this dude. At least you, you know, you're going to put cuffs on him. So you're, you're, you're righteous. We go to grab him. He tries to jump up. And then I twist his arm and I'm like, this isn't going to go the way you want. Calm the fuck down. Put your hand behind your head. My rookie officer who's like never been in any sort of fight. He comes over and intuitively grabs his other dude's arm. And I'm like, and I'm twisting his arm and I'm like, dude, calm down. Don't tense up. I'm going to keep twisting. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to hurt you. Stop. Right. And he pulls away. And so. He took a trip down memory lane. He hits the fucking ground Dude, at speed. The earth, the earth is a mm-hmm. motherfucking opponent. Well, right. So he hit the earth at Everybody's speed and abruptly came to a fucking stop. You in the face. Dude, <laughs> his, <been> that. <laughs> his face was fucking jacked up. He got all the fuck scraped up and he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. Puts his arm Why are you back. being so mean? Put, it, put the handcuffs on him. It's over. Right. And my right, trainee's like, get medical aid now. my trainee's like, oh shit like he's like sir right he's like that happened so fucking fast like he's like one minute he's like telling him what to do and then he didn't do it and then the next minute like you fucking just do it (laughs) he was like that was over so fucking fast like and i'm like that's what you got to do like you don't you don't tell him like oh please sir please 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 no fuck that dude i told you once i told you fucking twice like you're fucking done like you know like my, my job is i'm paid to win right and, you know, one of one of my comments was once it escalated way back in the way back to the point was I would just say, listen, man, no matter what, you are going to jail. There's mm-hmm. no way out of it. You're going to jail. We can either go straight to jail or we can stop by the ER on the way to jail. But either way, you're going to fucking jail. Yeah. So cuffs on nice cuffs on ER. It's up to you. Well, but, you know, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell people that I'm like, look, don't make me do this, dude. I know. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't, don't want to fucking fight you, bro. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to ruin but your day. I'm not going to lose, bro. Yeah. I, I don't want to fight you, but I'm not going to lose. Listen, I'm going home to my, 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 my. I get all like Bum B. I'm like, I re 
refuse to lose. <laughs> and, and I started going and like, it's like you have to have. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's so hard what you do because, oh man, you have to be a counselor and all that stuff. But when it comes down to hands on, and I watch all these videos across the nation, and I see this shit, and it's like. Man, your tactics are garbage. Your training is garbage. You're you're fucking eighty pounds of flab overweight. You look like shit. You never trained a day in your life. You've never moved a fucking weight. You've never done anything hard. You never faced any adversity. And now some kid who doesn't want to go to jail on a misdemeanor warrant is beating the fuck out of you in front of his friends. Like it that's embarrassing. You shouldn't be a cop. You should fucking quit or be fired and you should never come back. You should go I don't know. Go be a CPA somewhere, whatever. But get some fucking training and try again because you're more of a danger and a liability than than you're helping anybody. So I don't know, I, I'm. Oh, did I say Bun that. B? But it's actually Brother Lynch. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Either way. <laughs> I thought you were cool earlier tonight, <laughs> and now my opinion has changed entirely. What is this shit? Dude, as you cool were song. bringing up the uh, the That's topic cool about gravity earlier, gravity is a bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. But have you ever met gravity plus uh, something moving at a faster speed while you're falling? <laughs> Dude, that's Dude. always that's always my. Dude, I gotta deal with that all the is. time. Like when I gotta run to the bathroom and I have diarrhea and my nuts like swing down. And I sit on the toilet seat. Exactly. Dude, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always like, listen, an immovable object. You ever had your fucking nutsack dip into the water? There was this one time. It's awful. I was making an arrest on this one kid stealing shirts at at uh, Macy's. Stafford shirts? Huh? Stafford shirts? Stafford shirts? No, it was polo. Mm. He wanted only the best. Stafford. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't even know what that is. Dude, Mexicans would steal Stafford shirts, bro. <laughs> Blacks, black, black shirts, and white shirts. Oh, I, I was, was gonna like, say, whoa, 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 where are you going with this? No, black shirts and white shirts. They were stealing all the time. Okay. Oh, wow, <laughs> scaring me. Joe's all the blacks. Either way, the it was a kid, a young kid. Anyways, he runs out of the building. I grab him immediately. He's wearing a fucking big ass loose hoodie and shit. So his first thing to do is him to fucking try to, you know, like spin out, out of it. it. Thing is, when he tries to slip Hockey. out of it, I grab, him, I grab more of it. So it ends up twisting around his fucking head. So he and his arms are up like this. So he's got the <laughs> fucking hoodie like wrapped around him. He has no fucking idea where he's going. He can't fucking see. Seems racist. Like he was an Indian kid. Oh, actually, God. one of my kind. He's got a bunch Mexican. of shit wrapped up on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up darting out into like a direction. He can't fucking see, by the way. He's running like Cornholio and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude, he was like that, but like, you know, completely covered. And I'm holding him like fucking like knotted up. He flies like he flies off into like a direction where he thinks he's going. Doesn't realize he's going out into fucking traffic. Oh, oh shit. Trips. Did he get hit? That's why, just, that's why he just turned around and walked back into Macy's. <laughs> yeah, he trips as he's coming off the curb. <laughs> fucking smack dab into a car passing by. Fuck. He gets thrown. I immediately was like, well, easy pickings. He's on the floor, you know? <laughs> Grab him, pull him out of the fucking curb, bring him inside, fucking finally be able to pull his hoodie down. He fucking can see. He's like a giant fucking cut in his forehead. He's like, dude. What the fuck? He like looked yeah, at me. Probably he was bleeding like, profusely like, bro, too. Bro, you can punch really hard. <laughs> dude, it's probably it's me. probably he's breathing like Chrysler in reverse. <laughs> but seriously, it's probably breathing like a lot, dude. Facial fucking wounds bleed oh, yeah. a fuckload. He looks at me and he's like, "Dude, what the fuck did I hit? Like, I just became his friend and shit." And me, I was like, "Motherfucker, you hit a fucking car, dude." And he's mm-hmm. just like, "No way, really?" I was like, 
Yeah. That's why you're all fucked up. He was like, fuck, that was stupid, huh? And I was just like, meh. I mm. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's crazy. Though. You were talking about Earth. And Steven, you met Steven the Purple Belt. And he, when he teaches, he's like, bro, I'm laying on my back, which seems like a bad position. But I've got the whole Earth on my side. <laughs> You've got this one little arm coming down. I've got the Earth on my side. Like, you know, that's what I always think when I look at somebody. I'm like, I'm going to grab you by the fucking throat. And I'm going to punch you with the Earth. <laughs> I'm going to make you hit the Earth so fucking hard. And it doesn't give. It doesn't yeah. move. It doesn't swing. It, it's a great place to put people. To do the next thing you're gonna do, and just getting them there, the trip is usually worth half the journey. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. That's all fun, dude. My I fucking just, knees I, are all sore now, dude. From like, I think a couple of times, like we, we push the we push the mats off, and like oh. uh, knees were on the ground, yeah, feet yeah. were on the fucking concrete. Jesse, you, just, you pushed your, off your it like you're a fucking frog, man. Yeah. I used to have I used to have mat burns on the top of all of my motherfucker toes. was complaining about mat burns. Just yeah, I was like, yo, didn't Joe gave me an Indian burn or something? <laughs> dude, I used to have my elbows. I was wearing <laughs> knee pads for the first couple weeks because my knees were so like I have a hole in my knee brace where it, it ripped through that. My toes are all fucked up, and now I'm just like I don't get mat burns anymore. Like it is my body is just used to it. Yeah, it's I was, so I was like about to be like a fucking. Here's my lunch money, Joe. Here, take Bro, it. Don't give me an you Indian burn. Pour a ringworm onto my face and like train it to live there. And <laughs> just be like, I can't. I'm sorry. I just won't take. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> your body just gets used to certain shit. It's so, it's so weird, man. It's it's fucking a crazy journey, and I'm not worth a shit at it. But I'm still. I'm still better than the normal person just just yeah. from doing that, you know. Like it's fucking crazy the shit that you can make happen, right? Just oh, a couple little things. Crazy. I learned things today. I learned that I can lay on his chest backwards and he can't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> increase his weight out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like Maul from the the comic books. Maul from Image Comics. No? Yeah, no? he could increase mm-hmm. his mass exponentially. Tight. <laughs> it's like Jesse to buffet. <laughs> <laughs> The old Jesse. Yeah. I'm excited, dude. He's got crab I'm, I'm legs happy. on top of orange chicken, on top of mashed potatoes and pizza. I'm I'm happy to see your journey to being healthier. I mean, you're going to be 40 in a couple months, dude. I'm excited to see you getting healthy now instead of me visiting you in the hospital when you're 45 because shit went fucking sideways because you kept down the path that you're going down. I'm glad to see you doing this. I, I'm glad to have my friend healthy and thinking in a healthy way. So we can kind of do it together, which is yeah. fucking awesome, dude. I like it. I mean, we've, we've been through our fucking uh, getting blasted out of our mind. For eight <laughs> <years>. <laughs> yeah. eating, eating fucking cream creams and blowing up the bathroom. <laughs> Foster's creams. I mean, we've, we've been through that. This is more fun, dude. This is this is longevity. I like this. Yeah. So I'm glad to see you going down that path, dude. And it keeps me on the path better that you're on the path. You know what I mean? Like you're always talking about your, your journey. Mm-hmm. you know and it's like that's i was just I'm, joking about my no, journey i know in my truth it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a gay thing to say but like the journey is the fun part like getting there like if somebody if i could if i could go to a genie and be like i want all this knowledge and all this fucking power and be, be able to do all this and it's like no i'm, I'm kind of actually having fun learning all this stuff. i think that's mm-hmm. like a testament to all the times we've gone airsofting this yeah. is a journey not been always funner than when we've actually gotten there. Like, you it know, we got to deal with it's bullshit. Not about, it's not about the airsoft. No. It's, it was it's the literally fucking, about the journey of getting to yeah. the airsoft game. You're, you're 100% correct. You get to the game, and it's like, all right, we started playing. And it's the shared suffering. Have, but it was mm-hmm. all the bullshit on the side. That was It's the shared suffering. When we all just show up at an airsoft game at 8 o'clock in the morning, that's a 20-minute drive. There's no suffering there. But when we have to do a 13-hour after we've been at work and we're fucking miserable and we're tired <laughs> and we have to turn around because somebody forgot all their shit. And like, oh, fuck, the, yeah. The journey. The journey. And, and, and I think with everything, the, the journey to being healthy, the, for me, the jujitsu journey or the journey to get in shape, 
It's a journey to learn something. That's kind of what our podcast is about, right? Like, cause we're all kind of doing new stuff. Like we kind of pivoted away from the one thing that we're all known for airsoft, even though we're still doing it. Yeah. But we're, we're doing other things and we're talking about that. And it's, I, I think this show, if we were to sum it up is about our journeys to all these places, you know, whether it's, and, and embracing that journey, whether it's, you know, we're talking about the electric bikes or, uh, you were talking about going to metal concerts. I know you do a lot yes. of archery, all this mm-hmm. shit. It's, it's about, it's not about me being the best at it. It's about me learning how to do it. Well, well, like, you know, like another thing too, is just like, you know, he's talking about going to shows is I thought like, you know what, you know, like a lot of experiences, you know, I've kind of like deprived myself of because like, oh, it's too expensive or I shouldn't do it because of whatever, you know, but like one of the last times, like someone went to go see Romstein, I just paid the money, dude, because I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to fucking see these dudes okay. again. I'd seen them at T-Mobile Arena a couple Amazing. years ago, but I'm like, they were so fucking good. Dude, I have to see them again. I never understood what their concerts were like. And, and lately <laughs> I've seen a bunch of videos of Romstein. They're and insane good, dude. Look Amazing. Concerts, and I'm like, well, these motherfuckers are like, like, uh, Badass, uh, uh, Slipknot or Guar. They're or fucking, so fucking uh, good. You know, like, like big. They're doing big. They're insane. Shit. So yeah. LA Coliseum, I went and saw them. I you went no and saw idea. them too. I was, I was there the same day he was there. <clears throat> so oh, no we shit. went We went there and, and, and I watched the show and it was fucking incredible. But like, I mean, dude, I held on those tickets for dude. two fucking years. They postponed it for so long. Yeah, it was the same time. Um, That's wild. You know, and then like, one of my favorite. right when COVID hit. Boom. One of my favorite 90s bands was Bush. I saw that they were actually touring. You know, he lived with a uh, a trans chick for like four years. Leads uh, mm. Gavin Gavin Rosdale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Like uh, she was in one of the James Bond movies. Crazy. FYI. But like, so I went and I went and he, saw them at the Hollywood she, Palladium. Hollywood it, Palladium, dude. They were killer. Poppy, it was general admission. It was uh, like general. You got to see him at admission. the Palladium. At the Palladium, bro. Dude, did they even have fucking dude, like the Palladium? Pyro there? The no, dude, is, it was. I was gonna say that place is short. It's small, is man. So small. You know, it's nice the, though. It's you know a nice fucking venue. Huh. Nickelback, motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> dude, so I went to the Palladium, and dude, I was like right on the stage. Bro, I got some awesome photos, man. Rink, man. It is, it's it is nice, awesome. though. Local it's a fucking, fucking nice. It's my favorite venue yeah, I've ever it's been to. It's a nice fucking venue. It, it was man. chill, dude. I, 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 I got, like I got, I got good positioning. The lead singer yeah, no, definitely. Band. No, no, he was yeah, fucking close. Right up. Marshall, you pictures on my phone right now. You're like, holy fuck, dude! Like you were so close to Gavin Rosdale. Oh, oh, you saw Bush at the Palladium. At the Palladium. Oh, no, Romstein was at the LA Coliseum. But that's cool because like. He probably pulled out and did like an acoustic set. Or oh, dude. wild! Did he? So good, man. Dude, see, so fucking yeah. good. I saw um, that Jerry Cantrell dude. from. Um, uh, oh my god, Allison, Allison Chains, uh-huh. Jerry Cantrell, the guitar player. The, yeah, I saw him when he was promoting his solo album after uh, Lane Staley died from uh, uh, Allison Chains, and and he came in and did a set like an acoustic set, and I'm just like. Fuck me, this is a legend, dude. And he just like he wasn't even on the fucking ticket for the right. night. He just showed up. That was so fucking cool. That's why I love Palladium. That is my favorite. Yeah, it's a good fucking right venue, there dude. in Hollywood, dude. And like metal shows, like fucking but it's not, slaughter it's, to prevail. It's fuck, not, like, it's not cause, a shitty like venue. Like you go to other venues and they're like, dude, everything is far as fuck. Small. Everything's like it's like the Fox yeah. or something cramped or whatever. That place was not cramped. It's it's yeah, it's it's pretty wide. I, I well, it's been a long time, dude. Because Leslie and I, that was like our fifth fucking date or something. So it was yeah. like twenty years ago, but that was fun, dude. Yeah, I gotta but see, I, I gotta see Behemoth. I gotta see Behemoth, Arch Enemy at the Palladium. That's badass. Huh? I've never been to the Palladium before, other than Bush. And what's it's crazy? So that's not the concert you just went to. That's the concert I just went to. Oh shit! So then, that's pretty cool. So then, um, I, and then like I'm like, dude, I want to go see another show. So I bought tickets. 
to go see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. Mm. Oh no shit! I'm thinking about going to see that in too, September. Dude. I'm thinking about going I to bought see those that tickets, too. bro. I bought Rob them Zombie. quick. Dude, Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie is fucking awesome. Dude, I never seen him. I never seen him in concert, and I got to see Alice Cooper before he dies, bro. Yeah, he's pretty old. He's in he's his seventies, dude. Fucking, he just plays golf and yeah, he golf regularly. He's a yeah. regular golfer. He's and a Christian, like, a devout Christian. I saw a picture of Metallica <laughs> yeah, the other like, day, and not. I'm like, oh my god, they look like the Rolling Stones, dude. They're old. They all have old old guy hair, and they're all yeah. getting jowly and stuff. And I'm just like, oh no, Metallica's looking old. It's oh, <laughs> breaking my heart. Yeah, Anakin, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, that made me so sad. I was just like, oh no, no wonder their albums have sucked for twenty. Years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know just trying to like uh just kind of exp- you know just kind of like just taking the fucking leap like oh my god those tickets are gonna be like 350 bucks but it's like in september oh fuck dude, it dude yeah, i'm never go gonna fucking see these now. guys again you, yeah i'm never gonna see, see these but here's uh, you the know I, with- the thing is i might never get to see these fucking dudes so like dude i'm just gonna buy the fucking tickets i'll work some fucking overtime or whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking watch these guys yeah. Right? Does it make you happy? Does Fuck yes. Oh, dude. I think there's a. I, I've yeah. been to. Maybe if you can find a way to do shit that makes you happy and fulfills you instead of like, dude. Okay, so we like to travel. And I mean, like, I don't know talking about flying across the world. I'm talking about just going out and traveling. And, you know, we see people out camping and we'll see people in their motor homes or whatever and they're fucking 85. And I think that's great, right? But also, I'm like, I hope if I. I'm not going to live to be 85, but if I do, I hope I'm still doing that. But. You know what I don't want to do is wait until the end of my life to start doing shit when I'm too old to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody's just <laughs> waiting and waiting and saving it. And it's like, you know, if you look at my Instagram or my Facebook, everybody's always like text me on the side like, bro, are you retired? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Friday at fucking five, I retire. And Monday at eight, I unretire. Yeah. For that fucking weekend, bro, I am going to go live my life as much as I can, whether it's something small, like going for a hike, or just something that like edifies my soul, man. Like, and you, you got to do that now. I'm, I'm 50, and I'm in relatively good shape. What do I want to wait until I can't walk down the trail? Yeah. Or yeah. wait until I can't go to that fucking concert and, and have a good time? Like, why would I do that? I'll go enjoy, man. Like, go live life. I mean, you don't know if you're going to get hit by a truck tomorrow or live to be 90. Just fucking go enjoy and then figure it out. Yep. It seems yeah, silly to not. Like, what else is the purpose? Is there even a purpose? Hmm. Maybe there's no purpose there, to life. Just might enjoy no yourself, purpose. dude. Maybe you're just going to blank out at the end. Just bang well, I think I'm a firm <laughs> believer of your purpose is whatever the fuck you feel like making it be. Hey, what are you going to do? Save it for the next time? Yeah. You know, when you're re- reincarnated as a rhino beetle? <laughs> like, what, what are you saving it for? That's why I always like, uh, I'm not good at saving money, but what are you saving it for? Like my mom's always like, I want to get my house paid off so I can give it to you on a dime. I was like, I don't want your fucking house. I want you to spend your money. Uh, like, like be in $400,000 debt when you die so you can spend that $400,000 before you die. I don't give a fuck about your house. I don't want to go live in your house. I don't I don't care if you, it's not, it's not your job to save that for me. Live your life, man. Enjoy. That was yeah. a freaky thing for my mom to hear. She was like, really? Like, yes. Don't, don't fucking save to give it to your kid. What the fuck, man? They can go live their own life. Yeah. I, I, I just. I can't do it. After let's say I had a heart attack, my fucking our brains have changed. Like fuck this, we're gonna enjoy shit. I don't know what tomorrow's not given. Well, it was like one of the first shit. things I did that was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking do it. Was like the first time I went on that big road trip. 
I was just like, you know what? Oh, the first time you went to New Mexico? I've always wanted to see all these states. No. Oh, I've always wanted to see all these states. I want to see uh, all of these national North parks. Dakota. I want to fucking see all of these places. Mount, that like Mount you know, all In the news, like, oh, they're going to take down Rushmore. They're going to do all this stuff. And I thought to myself, like, you know what, dude? I want to see all these places. So I just took time <laughs> off. Just took time off. Blotted a fucking course. And fucking booked a bunch of hotels because I was taking my family. Booked a bunch of hotels along this route. Um, oh, I, I, I knew that it was going to cost like maybe fifteen hundred bucks for like all of this stuff that was and what, all seven this gas. Days? Like it ended up being like twenty three hundred. But you know what, dude? But how many days was it? It's like ten or twelve. Yeah, dude. How many states did you see? Like eight. You saw Mount Rushmore, dude. You I saw. saw I saw Grand Mount Canyon. Rushmore. I went to Zion. I went to Yellowstone. I went to the Grand Canyon. Like. I went to Garden of the Gods. I saw Wyoming. I saw South Dakota. Um, I saw Nebraska, Montana, Utah, Nebraska's awesome. Idaho, um, <laughs> fucking Colorado, Arizona. Just dude, yeah. I just all these fucking places that I always wanted to see, man. And, and it, it was fucking. And was it worth every epic. fucking penny? It was worth more than every penny. Yeah, I would have exactly. fucking paid it twice. Exactly. Like exactly. And my kids, like you know, at first I'm like, oh, you know, they don't seem like they're super excited about it. When we got places, they were super excited about it. Well, you ever but you know what? Memories? When we got back, like, and we even stopped in Vegas for the last day. When we were all done and we got back, and like you know, even like months later, my kids were like. They'll randomly bring up like, oh, you know, remember we went there? Remember we went to this place? Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. You know, like they talk about it like even now about going on that fucking big road trip and seeing all of those things. Like, oh, I remember it snowed at Zion. Dude, I, you and, know, and, like, I, and I never would have gotten that if I hadn't gone to Copperhead with you. Yeah. I would have never understood the road trip and uh, and then done a road trip with Connor to Texas and then told my wife. This is the best thing I've ever fucking done. We're going on a road trip, and then she planned the eight or uh, the eight states road trip. Yeah, and and then all the other fucking road trips. I mean, you can look at my Instagram or my my Facebook and tell like that's all we do is go see shit. You know, I mean, I've seen Mesa Verde. If you haven't seen Mesa Verde, dude, you're missing out. If you haven't seen the Grand Canyon, you know these things that we can drive to. And it's like, if I hadn't just taking that little leap and listen to Jesse and be like, yeah, dude, road trip sounds all right. We'll make it fun. It'll be fun. One of the greatest things I ever did. And it changed my life, dude. I mean, that's, I love to do. We drove to fucking salt Lake to pick up my dog, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I was hoping with my new dog that we're getting this week that we were going to get to drive to Utah again, just so I could do the fucking road trip, man. And I, I man, just, just live a little. That's what I tell you. know, everybody was posting about the Super Bowl yesterday. I forgot that it was on. And uh, I'm like, I missed like the first half. I I didn't care. I didn't see. I, I wanted the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Eagles, but like my 49ers are knocked out, so I didn't really give but, a fuck but too how much. Many people and spend, I'm so glad that they won. And I mean, we've we've had we've had the uh, Super Bowl parties here in the past, right? And we mm-hmm. spend lots of money and time getting ready and and having everybody over. And the cool part is having everybody over, having all my friends over. But it's also like these people get so fucking invested in this this shit that's literally. You don't even know that they exist because all you see is on TV. You don't even know that they're actually fucking real because you, you've never touched one of these people. You've never seen one of these people in person. You just watch it on TV. And and you're yelling and screaming and telling your friends they're fucking stupid for cheering for the uh, the green team or the blue team. It's like, you know, you could be outside right now. You could be going for a fucking hike, dude. You could be enjoying your family. You could be taking your dog for a walk. And it would be more edifying than watching the stupid fucking 
TV show that you're watching. And it just makes me sad that I, I fell into that shit for so many years. And it's like, before the word woke became what it was, I, I, I became fucking woke, dude. Like, God damn, I'm going to go out and live my life. I'm not going to be involved in somebody else's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I still watch a lot of TV. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but and Armando lives his life. Day. I mean, he lives his life so hard. Sometimes he's got to jump out of a window naked and run. Naked. Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like he forgot that he told you that story. Yeah, I was like, wait, I forgot what? that that actually happened. Yeah, dude, I was like, wait, that's been a long fucking time. That's still a pretty ah, good damn, story. Yeah. That was a good, yeah. Oh, like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fucking growth in life, man. It was fun. It was an experience. I enjoyed it. Right, you went mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. and then you had to go for. Then you had to run for and it. Then you had to run for it, and then I look back on it on fond memories, dude. Bro, I'm I'd like, be so what? troll if I. So had you gotta know anybody. when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold them. <laughs> I'd be in so much trouble if I ever had to run from anything. I'd yeah. be like, well, we're either fighting or dying. To be running like fucking Forrest Gump with the fucking braces on your legs. <laughs> <laughs> be the opposite of that, where the braces would come back on my legs and yeah. I would just walk all slow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, <Just> pull guard. <laughs> Dude, nah, fucking dude. I totally forgot about that for a second. <laughs> Glad you could remind him. Yeah. Let's wrap this shit up. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. We'll talk about Chinese balloons next week. Yeah, fuck it. Ding, ding, All right, man. Well, uh, that was our show. Uh, appreciate you listening. And until next time, it's episode eight. Thanks oh, wait, see wait. you later. Should what? we talk about the, the, the coming in hot podcast on Instagram? Check that out. Yo, check it oh, out. Follow us on yeah. that. Yeah, and we're actually available on iTunes now. iTunes, yeah. We're episode six, seven, and soon to be episode eight. When are you going to get the first? Uh, For whatever five? reason, the RSS feed's not, not feeding not, the not uh, shows that we initially uploaded on you to SoundCloud. I'm not Is sure. You, you put it on there, and you're like, hey, and then I advertised it, and I, I kind of got it wrong because I thought it was all the episodes. I wasn't really paying attention. And the first thing one of our fans goes is, what about Spotify? I'm like, motherfucker. It's like, hey, you guys want some strawberry ice cream? What about vanilla? Yeah. How about you get no ice cream? Yeah. I'll work on I'll work on I'll work on Spotify. I'll work on Spotify. I've never submitted to Spotify, but I You get one flavor of ice cream and you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, God damn it. I can't imagine it's much harder than getting on iTunes, so Yeah. I'm sure it's not. Who doesn't have iTunes? Yeah. Some bitch with Android, that's who. That's yeah. (laughs) No, even those fuckers can get them too now. It's your choice. Stop being a bitch. Do it. Yeah. Anyways, that's been episode eight. Thanks for listening, man. Till next time. Later. Peace. Laters. Talk about this. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh, let's just go. I was thinking, let's just go. Hold on. I was thinking uh, we can talk about that. I w- honestly, um, I was thinking maybe we could talk about uh, the politics of uh, the balloon okay. situation. Chinese balloon. And then um, we can talk about uh, a recap on how lucky I am. Okay. I mean, having me as a friend, I can see I can see your point. And then we can talk about rolling in your garage. Talk about, yeah. Yep. All, All right. right. I like it. Getting choked out. All right. So this is going to be episode eight, right? Yeah. Episode eight. Correct. <laughs> okay, cool. Sorry, right. man. It's hard to hear without headphones. Yeah. All Let's right.